our nightmare is over. This team at risk becoming the first since the 2017-18 season to lose five games in a row didn't. Wisconsin Badgers basketball got a win. I am still here in the Kohl Center. All right, by the time you were watching this, I'm actually not. But right now, it's 11.42 p.m. on Tuesday. Let's talk about this win here on the Scotty Six-Pack Podcast. Good morning, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack. The Scotty Six-Pack, the only podcast talking all things Wisconsin sports at just six days a week. As long as we got to stay up and drive to Milwaukee, we're still bringing it at you. Uh, thank you for listening on your podcast platform of choice. While you are here, please hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button on Apple or Spotify, and leave a review. Five stars, kind comments really, really does help the show, helps us bring even better content to you every single, most of the days. And if you're watching on YouTube, which you can do at youtube.com slash at Scotty Sixpack, you, you can see me here in, in the Cole Center still. Um, Hit the like button on that on that YouTube video. Really, really does a lot. So Wisconsin gets a win over, over Ohio State. They, they win 62-54 in a game that Wisconsin controlled most-ish of the way is kind of how I think about it. And before we get to it, I know what you're all thinking. Kendrick, your lighting is terrible. Duh, I, I, I know. It's, it's the Cole Center that's settling on. Or, or maybe you're thinking, Kedrick, your hair is different. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I like it. I like it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right, all right, all right. I joked, I joked, I joked. And also, if you're not watching on YouTube, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Maybe you don't even know what I look like. Maybe that's for the better. Um, but Wisconsin controlled this kind of from start-ish to finish. You know, led, I think they did not trail in this one, if, if I am remembering correctly no Wisconsin never never trailed in this game they led for just over 36 minutes and had a lead at halftime 13 points a lead as big as 17 in the second half but like Wisconsin came out roaring in the first four minutes of this game Stephen Crowell opens with a three he, he goes back on the on the ensuing possession and, and gets going early around the rim. It looked excellent. The first four minutes looked absolutely phenomenal. And then you get to the under-16 timeout where Greg Gard typically subs out his two bigs. Subs out Stephen Crowell for Nolan Winter. Subs out Tyler Wall for Carter Gilmore. And that didn't look quite right. For the middle eight-ish, maybe 10, even 12 minutes of... The first half, Wisconsin was in a little bit of a rock fight. They they turned the ball over eight, eight times in the first half. That wasn't great. Um, settled down, of course. Only turned the ball over four times in the second half. That, that was quite a bit better. Some of the turnovers were weird in the first half, too. One of them comes from shot clock violation. Uh, another one, A.J. Store trips himself up on his feet and kind of just falls over. Nolan Winter, he gets his foot stepped on and ends up you know, traveling with the ball. It's all it's all kind of weird. Looks looks kind of messy and it's a rock fight. But then eventually Cole Center comes alive. You get a steal from Chucky Hepburn, a transition finish by AJ Store. Everything's really rolling, coming, coming together. Everything looks great. Ohio State comes roaring back in the second half for a bit there. They were down 12. They brought it as close as five. And you got that feeling. 
you got that feeling as a Wisconsin basketball fan that is this going to happen again? Is, is this going to be the Nebraska game all over again? Is this going to be the game we watched so many times last season come, come back to life here? Now, fortunately, it wasn't. Wisconsin's offense was was humming along in, enough to, to keep you know the, the lead alive. At a certain point, Ohio State had hit seven shots in a row. Uh, they, they had scored, I believe it was, on 10 consecutive possessions. It's not great. And Wisconsin responded by making quite a few shots of his own, keep keeping up. And eventually, Wisconsin really, really shut Ohio State down. I think there, there was a point at which Ohio State had missed then seven consecutive shots. They were one of 10 from the field until the uh, first stretch you know, after was after Ohio State was on that heater, Ohio State then goes on a, a cold spell where they only make one of ten shots until the final minute when Ohio State then makes a few, a handful here, there. But the game was pretty much already out of, out of reach. So Wisconsin kind of controlled this from start to finish, but there were times where Wisconsin just couldn't get stops. Now, some of that was just shots, weird shots for Ohio State. And, you know, they kind of happened in the first half, too. Ohio State makes a really tough, you know, double pump fake three-pointer that ends up going in as the shot clock expires. You know, Connor Asijan was on the receiving end of a couple of these really tough baskets. But I think the, the thing that stands out to me, above and beyond the way that Wisconsin was able to lock down on defense late in this game, was how Wisconsin played offensively. Because Wisconsin... You know, it had, a, had a very well-rounded offensive performance. It looked in the first half that this was going to be a, oh my God, Stephen Crowell kind of game. He had 12 first-half points, looked absolutely phenomenal in the first half. I am digging here for my first-half stats. Um, Stephen Crowell, 12 first-half points on five of nine shooting from the field. He also made two of four three-pointers. But as the game went on, it felt like, you know, the defense kind of keyed in on Stephen Crowell a little bit. Felt like Crowell settled for more three-pointers in the second half than he maybe should have. Although, I guess he only he settled. He only tried to. Um, but when, you know, Ohio State's protecting the paint from Stephen Crowell after he had a 12-point first half, you can see that. And Stephen Crowell was really effective in, in the first half, in the, in the whole game, but in the first half in particular. He, he was backing down Felix Akparo, which we said, you know, he, he's a big rim protector. He, he can really, really block shots. And, and Akparo got blocks in this game. He, he had three blocks in this game. A very impressive performance for Ohio State's center, Felix Akparo. But Stephen Crowell finally played really strong in the first half. A.J. Storr didn't take a single three-point shot in the first half. He only had one three-point attempt on the game, and it was a wide-open corner three. Now, he airballed that wide-open corner three, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, but A.J. Storr, who had you know only been shooting one of 13 in the last three games from three, really looked like he was on a mission of getting to the rim. It, it, was, it was mightily impressive. Then you get to the second half, and it, it almost looks like you know a, a new ball game where Tyler Wall is getting his he's able to go in and pull up these post moves with pump fakes and, and cuts to the basket on the baseline and in reverses looks really, really great. It, it was a balanced offense performance where Wisconsin had 
three performers score in double digits. Chucky Hepburn just behind with nine. I want to talk about those Chucky Hepburn nine points because has Chucky Hepburn figured it out? We, we've been asking this. Chucky Hepburn, the facilitator, is so good. Chucky Hepburn, the scorer, can also be quite effective. Can he find that middle ground? In this game, Chucky Hepburn ends up with five shots from the field, makes three of them. He gets to the free throw line once. He makes two of his four three-point attempts, including a couple that just came like very, very timely. There, there was one three-pointer late in the game that I think extended the lead back up to 10 or maybe 11, and it was just like, oh, okay, yep, this is over. Chucky Hepburn just making a timely shot, which... For as much as, you know, Chucky Hepburn, I kind of think maybe I'm a little too hard on him from time to time. He he can make those timely shots, and it's it's huge for this team. He ends up finishing the game with nine points, all of them coming in the second half. Nine points on five shots. Maybe you wanted to take more than five shots from the field. I, I think that would be the criticism of Chucky Hepburn in this one. You wanted to take, you know, a couple more, seven, eight. He's effective and he's dishing in this one. I think it was the big thing, right? Like, if you want him to find that happy medium between being a playmaker and being a scorer, it can't just be that, you know, he's got to do 50 50 every game. It can also be that he's finding which one he's more effective in game to game. And he was really effective as a playmaker in this one. He had seven assists tonight. Or as you're listening to this last, you had three in the first half, four in the second half, and, and some of them were just you know finding guys on, on really well timed cuts to the basket, hitting Stephen Crowell and some pick and roll, and like there, there was meat on the bone there that, that was left by a couple of guys too, not not just Tricky Hepburn. I, I thought uh, Tyler Wall had a real opportunity to hit. Um, I think it was Stephen Crowell, or maybe it was Nolan Winter on. A cut to the basket, too, where Tyler Wall kind of picked up an assist, and then Tyler Wall decides to take it himself to the hoop and kind of gets, kind of gets trapped. But I thought Chucky Hepburn had a really, really solid game. Seven assists, zero turnovers. He's one of the best point guards in the Big Ten. Nothing, nothing you can really, really complain too much about there. Maybe you'd like to see a little bit more scoring effort from him. Uh, I think he picked up the scoring effort just a little bit in the second half, he was 0 of 2 from the field in the first half. So, I mean, he had three shots in the second half. So, maybe. Maybe Chucky Hepburn, you know, could, could have done more as as a shooter in this one. as more of a scorer himself. But I, I think, and I guess I, I have to go back and track the shots. But I thought one of the things that I noticed from Chucky was he didn't dribble into the lane and then settle if he didn't, you know, see his own path to the hoop. Uh, for kind of a mid-range jump shot. I, I thought that was pretty good by, by Chucky Hepp. Um Yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Chucky, Chucky Hepburn has figured it out. Maybe he hasn't. But we'll see more as the season goes on, of course. And, and we're going to talk about you know what, what else we want to see from the season as it goes on going, going forward. Because, of course, Wisconsin still has to play Iowa this week travel to Iowa City this weekend, and, and we're going to get into that a little bit, including what questions maybe Wisconsin didn't answer in this one. What are the concerns we still have for this basketball team? Uh, and we're going to talk about all that after we talk to you about our friends over at TickPick, because TickPick is where I get tickets to 
any event that I would like to go to, uh, including sporting events, were great deals coming into this game tonight. Uh, I know when I looked this morning, it was 11 bucks to get in the door here at the Kohl Center. Uh, just awesome. You could sit lower bowl for 25 bucks. I think even cheaper than that. But really, really awesome. If you want to get to a Wisconsin basketball game, if you want to pay fee-free tickets, get them on TickPick. Uh, and use my link in the podcast description because when you use TickPick, you're never going to pay hidden fees. You're going to get fee-free tickets every single time. Never going to have to you know, go to checkout, find out that you're going to pay $200, $300 more in tickets for, for these big-time events that you thought you were going to. So go to the Google Play Store, go to the Apple App Store, download the TickPick app, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K. Use my link in the podcast description. Use the link that's on the screen now. Use my link in the YouTube channel description, and you're going to save 10 bucks on your very first order on TickPick. Uh, coming up this week on the show, tomorrow, uh, we have an awesome episode already prepped for you. Uh, it, it is recorded. It is in the hopper. It's good to go with our good friend of the pod, Noah Clark of 1070 The Game, who is going to help us talk about all things Wisconsin women's hockey. Uh, they're gearing up, ready to, to hit the thick of the schedule as they go on a quest for another national championship. Uh, and it starts with this weekend, a, a big, big series against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. I had a great time recording that with Noah. I had a great time uh, getting lunch with Noah today, actually, as I was here. So, uh, look, looking forward to publishing that in the feed. Um, then Friday, we're, we're going to preview the Iowa game, uh, Wisconsin basketball, traveling to Iowa City. And then Saturday, we will recap that game that your feed uh, that afternoon, shortly after that game wraps. Um, so I think one of the questions that Wisconsin has coming out of this one is, when is John Blackwell? John Blackwell against Rutgers was a game-time decision. Same thing against Michigan. He was questionable on Wisconsin's availability report coming into today, but doesn't seem like he ever really had a chance to play at this point. He didn't come out for a pregame shoot around at all. Uh, he poked his head out. He was still in sweats. And then when the whole team came out for pregame warm-ups, he was in sweats, didn't, didn't do anything. He dribbled the ball on the sidelines, was kind of just hanging out there. So not, not exactly sure what's going on. Not not a lot to really report on that. I, I, I don't know. It, it seems that he's going to be tentative, and, and you would hope that Wisconsin was thinking, all right, I think we can get by Ohio State. Game's at home. Let's let's have him ready for this road test against Iowa. He's not, Iowa's not great this year. Uh, and, of course, we'll get more into that on Friday, but if John Blackwell is back for Iowa, that's going to do a lot for this team because th this team, one of the questions it, you know, maybe didn't answer or maybe left us questioning more is who this Wisconsin basketball team, what's it going to do with this rotation as we you know, get further and further into, into the season? Is this rota rotation tightening? Is it tightening too much? Uh, tonight, AJ Store and Chucky Hepburn played all 20 minutes of the second half. That's a lot. That that is that is a lot. Um, the, all five starters played the final 10-14 of this game. Quite, quite, quite a bit of time um, for all five starters to be on the floor and close out the game. Great guard called his. 
full timeout, his full 60-second timeout with a little bit over five minutes left in regulation. Um, and it wasn't even really because they, they were pouring in a, t- a ton of points. Uh, Ohio, State, Ohio State wasn't pouring in a ton of points, but Wisconsin had been faring okay. But both teams hadn't really scored in, in a while. I believe at that point in time, Ohio State missed their last four shots and had been held scoreless for nearly four minutes. Wisconsin hadn't scored in about two minutes. Um, felt like Rigard was just trying to settle his team down. But as I looked back at the end of the game, immediately when the game ended, I realized all these starters have been for this entire time. And I thought, oh, Greg Gard probably called that full timeout there right before the under four final media timeout to give those five players on the floor a little bit of an extra breath before heading into the final stretch there. So I, I, I thought that was fascinating to see the way this team's bench has shortened dramatically for, for all we've talked about this team you know being quite a bit deeper than last year's which, which it is we've also mentioned the fact that when you, when you actually look into the numbers how many bench minutes this team is playing this team is not super duper deep whatsoever nationally wisconsin ranks in bench minutes played um 304th and i think wisconsin has gone down in that metric playing, I believe when we talked earlier this week, they, they were still in the two hundreds. And so coming out of this game where the bench got no run in the, in the final, you know, final quarter of this game, essentially that bench minutes number detracted quite a bit. And a part of that is because Wisconsin doesn't have the folks in, in the rotation to, to do it right now. John Blackwell injured, Mari McGee injured. And if some of these other guys aren't, aren't necessarily going at, at the level that you would want them to, um, you don't have a lot there. It's, it's very hard to keep going. Uh, Carter Gilmore kind of got pulled. He got pulled at one point in time for a bad errant turnover on an inbounds pass. Just sloppy play. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems that Greg Gard, you know, he, he really trusts these five starters don't think he really trusts his bench all that much. And maybe, maybe this is going to get this team in, in trouble quite a bit here. And if Blackwell is not able to get back into, into this rotation soon, uh, that, that's not going to be great for this team. As a reminder, John Blackwell as a freshman is averaging 17 and a half minutes per game. Uh, 17 and a half minutes, 7.9 points, and 3.2 rebounds. He's a real, real, real contributor to this team. And without him, uh, it, it's rough. I mean, Isaac Lindsay got just under two minutes of action in, in the first half here. We talked about the Isaac Lindsay minutes against Rutgers on Saturday, and th- those were not pretty. These Isaac Lindsay minutes were eh, like fine-ish, I guess, um, against Ohio State. But Wisconsin needs it, its full complement of players if it's going to do a whole bunch here. Um, and another question I don't think Wisconsin necessarily answered is, what is Nolan Winter? There was a possession, and I actually found it interesting because I made a note of it on my, uh, on my trusty legal pad here during the game while I'm up in the press box. Uh, I noted Winter, second timeout. Winter had a second turnover, just looked not confident trying to back down his defender. This was a, a possession over in the corner where... Nolan Winter got the ball, and it's like, all right, you're posted up, go back down your man. But when he first got the ball, 
he just looked like shocked. He looked scared. He looked nervous. Didn't know what it was he, he was going to do. And I thought it was notable. And uh, folks over on Locked on Badgers, as, I, as I'm listening, preparing to get this podcast up, finishing some of my other post-game work for Badger Notes, you should also go read our, uh, our post-game article on Badger Notes and all, all of our continuing Wisconsin basketball coverage on Badger Notes that you can find linked in this podcast description, of course. Um, but the folks over at Locked on Badgers, I think, I think it was Ryan. Ryan noted the same exact possession that I had already had written down here um, that I wrote down during the game that Nolan, Nolan Winter just looked scared. He, he looked nervous. He looked young. And he ends up you know, getting called for a travel on that play because he's just not quite sure of himself trying to trying to back down these Ohio State big men. I, I think I maybe expected just a little bit better from, from Nolan Winter. He, he's played a lot this season. And, I mean, if he can take just, you know, another half baby step, I think that would be really big for, the, for this team, for, for this team to get more out of the, the backup big man in this rotation. Um, so I think that's something that's not answered. But overall, like, I thought this team was played, played really great. Uh, I thought that this team defended particularly excellent. J- Jameson Battle who has been basically a non-factor in both of the games that Wisconsin has played against him this season as he's been wearing an Ohio State uniform now instead of a Minnesota uniform. Jameson Battle was locked down by Max Klesman in this game. Battle only scored one three-pointer basically as the game was ending. Uh, he was one of six shooting from the field, one of one of three from three. Uh, I thought he was, I, I mean, a, a non-fact overall. Uh, I thought another thing that was really impressive for Wisconsin was the way that they took uh, Ronnie Kale Jr. out of the game. He only had 10 points. He had nine points in the first game of Wisconsin played at Ohio State, and he you know, didn't really do much of anything again here tonight. Um, Evan Mahaffey, I thought Wisconsin did a good job of keying in on him in the second half. Mahaffey was four for four shooting in the first half, but only played seven minutes. He got sat for a long time because he had two fouls. Um, so he, he sat the whole way after the live radio folks, uh, after the nine Oh eight mark to go in the first half. And, and he was already four for four from the field uh, and Wisconsin locked him down. Only let him get two shots up in the second half. Only let him make, only let him make one. Uh, I thought it was a really, really great job. Uh, Dale Bonner who's great, you know, guard, guard for, Ohio State off the bench, got up four shots, didn't make any of them. Uh, so I thought Wisconsin did, you know, except for that run there, and part of that run that Ohio State made was in part, you know, due to some lucky shooting. Uh, did, did a really good job on defense in this game. This team looked more prepared to defend in this one. Uh, I, I thought that they you know, switched particularly well. I, I had noticed at one point in time, you know, Connor Resigian and Tyler Wall working off the switches together, um, which sometimes Connor Resigian can kind of get mixed up there and, and lose it, lose his guy. Wisconsin had lost their guy on a couple of occasions, early, right? That's how uh, Evan Mahaffey Mahe- got some of those really early buckets in, in the part of the game that I talked about, how Wisconsin really did a great job in the first four minutes um, offensively. But Wisconsin lost their guy defensively quite a bit. I believe it was Ohio State had been shooting still 50% from the field after the first four minutes. And... Mahaffey had, you know, gotten some wide open buckets uh, on cuts to the basket a couple of times. So uh, 
I think Wisconsin did a good job keying in on defense, settling in on defense as, as the game went along. Um, this team can defend if they want to. Uh, and if they're playing through the paint and defending, this team is really, really, really good. Uh, I think there was a really fascinating tidbit uh, from, from Greg Gard uh, in, in this one, and you can read about it. Read about Greg Gard and this team defending on my goal, my badger. So I'll, I'll leave that to you to go to go find that work uh, linked in the podcast description. But that's going to do it here from the Cool Center. I, I have to go home. I'm tired. Uh, so thank you. I, I know this is probably a little bit shorter than usual, but I, I am exhausted. I, I need to get home. I need to go back, get this in your feed. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you all tomorrow in an episode that is already recorded, ready to go. So thank you for listening to the Scotty Six Pack Podcast. I've been your host, Kendrick Stumbrist. You can find me on the website, formerly known as Twitter, at Kendrick Stumbrist, and follow the podcast at Scotty Six Pack for the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. While you are here, please leave a kind review of five stars, nice comments on Apple or Spotify. You can also watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Scotty Six Pack. And as always, hit that bell so you get notified as soon as we put live episodes in your feed. Go read post-game, pre-game, all the good stuff. The article on Badger Notes for this one is linked in the podcast description. Appreciate it. On Wisconsin.